This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, beliefs, and actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. Here's your host, Sam Rafus. Welcome. It is Wednesday and another episode of Love Brand You. I'm Sam Rafus and here with another spectacular guest. I love the theme we have for today's show and I think you will too. When I was discussing this show with my guest, I asked how someone might describe her and her response was, I'm relentless in a dogged, determined kind of way. Yes, I can totally relate, is what I said to her. I have been told, you're like a dog with a bone. You don't let go, and you never give up, do you? So as I've gotten to know my guest more, we've talked about how being relentless definitely helps us in our business of being an entrepreneur. Here is how Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines relentless. Relentless, showing or promising no abatement of severity, intensity, strength, or pace. Relentless pressure, unrelenting. And some might think of that, again, my guest and I were talking that some might think of that as being a negative connotation, but I would say that we both wear it proudly as a, more as a badge of honor to say, you know what, it's a good trait to be relentless. So I am happy to declare alongside my guests that we are relentless in the pursuit of our dreams and goals. So let me introduce you to today's rock star. Janice Eisenman is the owner of Calgary-based My Body Couture a private one-on-one health studio. She is a highly certified movement specialist and a nutrition coach. Janice works with clients to develop practical and sustainable plans to feel better in their body. She is an international speaker, a presenter, speaking about the profession, her professional role as an entrepreneur, as well as dispelling common health and fitness wisdom. She is frequently quoted as a health expert in publications including Reader's Digest, Prevention, Women's Health, Cosmopolitan, Working Mother, Spark People, My Fitness Pal, Beachbody, and many more. And when I looked at her website and looked at the long list of feature publications that she's been in, I knew I couldn't read them all. So we'll start there. Welcome, Janice. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm thrilled to say the least. I've I've been wanting to have you on the show for a while. So start us off. What's your backstory and why you do what you do? Amazing. Well, I moved to Calgary about six years ago. And at that point, I was a solo single mother. I didn't know anybody in Calgary, um, but I had a passion and a background for what I do for a living. And I can share a bit more about that. But 
like a crazy person, I decided that that was a great moment to open a business. So within a year, I had a physical bricks and mortars location where I actually created the kind of business that I would want to come to. So at that point um, in history, I had actually been living in New York and I worked in fashion media and I don't tell immigration, but I did some of this on the side in my apartment. Um, so I wanted to create a studio that really replicated the idea of apartment, an apartment live sensation. So where, when people come in, they feel like they're in an apartment, they get that really personalized one-on-one -on -one kind of welcome and experience. And it's a really different environment when you walk in the door, but it's also a really different environment just to work with me in terms of this is not a gym. It's not a place where you're hiring a personal trainer. It's not a place where you're sharing the space with anybody else. So there's a whole energy and environment around that one-on-one -on -one piece. Well, I've had the privilege of being in your studio when I came down oh, a week or two ago to pick up uh, some of the some of the Yamana balls that I needed for for my work I'm doing with you, and I I got that feel. So explain the 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 style. Explain it more. Like you're saying an apartment style, but I can feel the energy of of being in your space and working with you in your space. So explain your brand style. Absolutely. So part of it is definitely influenced by my fashion background. When you come in, there's fashion coffee table books. Um, fashion and fitness actually have strong parallels in terms of the body. Uh, but beyond that, I have actually always loved vintage items. And that is really, again, something that kind of sets everything apart, where there's a strong history to a lot of things in this studio, including the way that I teach. So when you come in, my grandma's typewriter is here. She used to type lengthy letters to us as a child. There is uh, a sign with my last name on it that my dad and his, his dad and brothers had at the end of the curling rink when they used to competitively curl. I have uh, pieces of my great-great-grandma's kitchen from her homestead house that a client's parents lovingly reworked into storage boxes. So those elements are all over the place. The photo behind me on the wall is actually a photo of the studio that one of my clients took. So it really is a really personal space to me. So when you come in, it doesn't feel like you're intruding on my personal space, but because all of these items and elements around me have a story, immediately you kind of come in and feel the sense of that story. When clients come in, what they're really here to share with me is their body's story. So that immediately kind of makes people feel comfortable. There's that sense of history and we start there. We start with what's going on with someone's body and how we can make them feel more comfortable in their experience of their body. And listeners, I, when I entered uh, Janice's studio, when I went there, I just said to her, my first words were, I love this. Like yes, you, you did. You, you can absolutely feel the energy. 
And I just in talking with Janice right now, and of course I'm seeing her on the video and I'm seeing that photo behind her. And when you were saying about the photo, in my mind, I was looking at you and I was thinking, talk about the photo, talk about the photo. <laughs> so again, the, the energy when you get to work with people and, and feel their energy and you know that you have that connection and, and just for me as a client of Janice's, just knowing how much better I feel in my body already in, in the short time that I've worked with you. So I could talk about the space. I could talk about this for a long time, but get us into how do those, how does the space translate to your core values? One of my core values is authenticity. So I work in the fitness and health space where I don't want to disparage anybody, but that is not necessarily the most authentic space. So interestingly, one of the most authentic pieces of the human experience, which is your health, and your vitality quite often is really represented by a list of rules and a list of instructions. And we have, you know, social media kind of overlaying on top of that um, whole vision of what it's supposed to look like. It's very superficial. So I'm all about being real. Uh, Sam, you're taking an online course that I instruct and I do not hold back. There is a couple of positions and <laughs> situations where I suck at them. And I completely, you know, put my hands up and I say, please follow my voice and not my body because this does not look nice. And it, I mean, that's just all. We aren't all good at everything. You will never, ever see me posting um, a yoga picture up on a mountaintop if I'm not actually doing yoga up there. You'll never, ever see me you know, posting some perfect picture of me working out if I'm not actually working out. So I don't stage things. That's a huge piece because I think, especially as a fitness instructor, I lead by example and my life can be messy. I can easily gain and lose weight. I don't always eat perfectly. I don't even always exercise. So I really want to represent that because I get the struggles firsthand that people have. And this isn't about me as some kind of role model up on a shelf. So that's one of the big pieces that drives this business. The second is definitely education. So I am really the, a great instructor for somebody who wants to know the whys behind what we do. I do share a lot of that information. So again, in this field, I find that a lot of people see things about clients, know things about clients, see and know things that they've taken in trainings, but they don't share it with the clients. So I want to throw everything I know from my teacher trainings, from my clinical experience at my clients. There's a huge intellectual curiosity that most of my clients have. They want to know why we're doing things and not just be told what to do. So that's part of why people leave my practice really successful. They're in a position where they now have that knowledge for themselves. So I'm actually really into empowering people to do it for themselves. So that's kind of my third core value is I am guiding people, but it's not my responsibility. It's not my body. I have a really close personal relationship with most of my students and clients. But the bottom line is this is all about helping people and facilitating the opportunity for somebody to learn and to take responsibility for themselves. 
I'm going to give information. I'm going to walk you through the process. I'm going to go through that fire with you. But at the end of the day, it's you and your life and your health and your body. So you have to take responsibility. I can't do it for my clients. For me, that's why I like working with you too, because for, for some of the, the different um, courses or um, any, anything I'm learning in my business, there are some things where I will say to people, just tell me the information. I just want to, I just want to know what I need to do. I don't need to know the, know the why, but when it comes for me, for my body, again, I'm a nutritionist too, but when it comes to the movement, because I'm at the age where I really do suffer from some pain, as much as I try to be healthy, as much as I try to exercise, as much as I uh, try to stay limber and fit, when I work as much as I do at a computer and, and sitting here doing a podcaster and I hurt, I need right. to know, I need to know why I'm doing something. So when you're explaining that and, and listeners, it, it, it is funny in the sense that when Janice is explaining, when you're watching her, her uh, videos for instruction, and then all of a sudden she'll say, if I'm talking too much, just turn off the sound. And, <laughs> And it makes me laugh because, again, for the person that yeah. just wants to follow along and do the exercises, then that's perfect. But for me, it's like, no, I want to know why I'm feeling this way. And the other day when you had taught the one course and then I, I did it, it was two days later that I was feeling something. And I liked awesome. I, I But I liked it when you were in the video and you said, you may feel this, you might not feel this, it might be two days from now, it could be tomorrow, like you covered everything that could <laughs> it's even pretty possible, but I, I appreciated it because I've been in other situations where it was something unexpected and I, then of course you go to the, oh my, oh my goodness, I'm going to die or, you know, you go to something that, oh, I shouldn't right. be feeling this way. So I do appreciate that. I think because I've worked one-on-one with clients for 12 years, it puts me in a really different kind of fitness category in terms of you just get a depth. So I can see what's going to happen. I can, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot of situations with people. So it, I, it actually does lead to kind of preempting a lot of the things that we know are going to happen. And because I do have that private one-on-one relationship, I do get that feedback in a way that perhaps some other instructors wouldn't get. So I'm glad you enjoy that. <laughs> and and I, I'm laughing back to the theme of relentless. You know, you, you are definitely relentless in your pursuit of your clients, but your pursuit of your education, I know that. Yes. So yes. share with us what you're learning now. And let, let's now? go back for one second, because what I just realized when I asked that, explain the Yamana, the, because again, I know this, but the listeners that are listening, they might be going, wait a second, what are they talking about? As much as you're working one-on-one, you, they might get the picture, yes. or oh, you work one-on-one, but how? We didn't cover that. Good question. So, sorry, we have a little glitchiness happening. Yeah. I don't know if you're getting that feedback, okay. but there's kind of yeah. some... Okay, so 
Uh, could you actually repeat the question? I did miss it. Just explain so the listener can understand what Yamana is. Got it. Okay. So I have a number of, as Sam mentioned in the intro, a number of fitness certifications. And what I generally do is work with clients who want to feel more comfortable in their body. So that encompasses a wide range of situations, conditions, ages, etc. So anything from someone who has aches and pains because they're sitting too much at their desk to someone who's given birth. It could be a year or it could be 20 years ago that wants to kind of realign their posture, get themselves out of pain. I have worked with Olympic level athletes to perform better, etc. So, you know, from literally 15 year old gymnasts to 70 or 80 year old sedentary individuals with back pain, the whole goal that ties everything together is problem solving to create more comfort in your body. So that's going to improve your posture. It's going to give you better muscle efficiency generally more energy, et cetera. So there's two kind of segments and branches to my business at the moment. As of last year, there was only one. So I've already described how I've created this one-on-one -on -one environment where I work in a really private setting with clients. So what we're doing in that setting is we're problem solving on a deep level. Someone comes in and <laughs> I've had some clients with list after list after list of things that have kind of started to brown or go wrong in their bodies. So we start chipping away at those. And generally I tell clients, you know, within three sessions, you're going to start to feel different. And if you can literally stand there and say that you're not feeling any different, we've come down the wrong path slash I'm the wrong person for you. But I generally see amazing results, partly because I'm blending a bunch of different techniques. So one of my secret sauce techniques is something called Yamana body rolling. We lay on the floor and we do a number of very directed, relatively slow, and extremely purposeful exercises using balls. What that actually does is open up the joints and it improves the posture. So that's the foundation of every studio client. So in January, because I had a lot of clients saying, I want to do this, and I work nine to five, Monday to Friday. I'm also based in Calgary. And I have lived in a number of cities throughout North America. So I had ex-clients, I should call them former clients, in a bunch of cities or clients who were Calgary-based who moved away, or a set of people who were local who actually wanted to access my work, but that Monday to Friday schedule was just not available to them. So I decided, after some duress, to put it online. So I was very committed to the one-to-one -one model, and it literally took me two years to kind of figure out an ideal delivery platform so that we didn't lose that human and we didn't lose that education piece and we didn't lose that authenticity so i have recorded uh, a series of 16 fundamental sessions that it's hitting it with kind of a whole can of paints whereas if you came into the studio we would get those fine brush strokes but in those 16 sessions i have put about 100 students through there and they're getting amazing results so it's two hours a week two one-hour sessions and for eight weeks. And I do actually kind of shrink and condense that so that in that eight weeks, you have 10 weeks to do them. You actually kind of have to move through that program. So we see people's posture improve. We see pain reduction. We're seeing kind of aesthetic results. 
I've heard, you know, people are actually just enjoying it. And then there's a huge education component to it too. So when it comes back to what I'm learning now, <laughs> I'm learning to launch a second business. So I'm taking it online and learning every piece that that entails, which is a huge amount of uh, shift and change for me. I'm always doing continuing education, so there's kind of always professional stuff up on the deck. Um, so in November, I'm actually going to New York to take a Yamina body rolling instructor trainer course where I'll be able to teach instructors. So that's also on deck. Uh, and then additionally, every year I do continuing education and I often add one or two different certifications so that I have the toolbox to really apply the latest, greatest techniques from, you know, I, I travel throughout North America, so I'm really up to date on what's going on, and I'll add in the fitness world, and then I'll add kind of a training or a certification where I'm like, hmm, I keep seeing this problem, and I need to be able to solve it faster and more efficiently. So then I'll go, you know, put on my little binoculars and go looking for who might have a technique or a tool or an updated kind of component. But my base level core work is fundamentally Yamina body rolling, some health coaching and stop Pilates. I'm, I'm nodding as Janice is talking. And when you said New York, didn't you, didn't you just come back from presenting in New York? I did that last year, actually. Um, okay. So I was lucky enough to do some nutrition speaking at the Soho House, which is a private club in New York City. And then I've also presented Yamina Body Rolling at a fitness conference in Los Angeles. Okay, so I think so that Presenting would... something or learning something, yeah. one of the two. Okay, so we are almost here at break time. I can't believe how fast the show goes once we get talking. Um, so you've had lots of successes, we know that, but there, as much as we run our businesses as entrepreneurs, we know that there are always some things that go wrong or obstacles or failures, whatever you want to uh, label them as. <laughs> so let's take a break and after the break, share with us an obstacle that you've overcome. Are you a wellness professional looking to provide clients with meal plans that actually work without all the time and effort on your part? Meal Garden Professional is the answer to beautiful, easy nutritional coaching with everything you need for your clients and your business to thrive. Meal planning is key to healthy eating, but it shouldn't have to be hard. You can try MealGarden.com totally risk-free for seven days, and if you love it as much as I do, claim your 50% discount at the end of the free trial with special promo code LOVEBRANDU. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. 
Welcome back to Love Brand You with my guest, Janice Eisenman. Before the break, we were talking about how you became a movement expert and your modalities and training and your core values, the style of your studio, which again, I love, I just think about it and I feel, I feel the energy of the studio, but tell us about an obstacle that you've had to overcome in your business <laughs> or your life or what, what springs to mind? Well, so I, I mean, one of the hardest parts about being an entrepreneur is kind of balancing things that are happening in your personal life with coming to work and showing up and giving it your all. I always say entrepreneurship is like having a child where even if you're not at work, you're thinking about it, you can never switch it off. So I already alluded to, you know, kind of moving to Calgary as a solo single mom where I'm 100% responsible for my child. And in, in the first couple of years living here, it felt like I was getting hit by an ax over and over and over again. So there was just a list, a long list of things that kind of kept happening. Um, um, you know, complicated things from the day that my studio opened was the day, no matter how hard I tried, and I did try very, very hard, the day that all my personal belongings arrived out of storage in New York. So I was literally flooded with a new business and a whole apartment full of life arriving, you know, a kilometer away. So I was coming into the business, trying to build that business and going home and trying to, with the, you know, two-year-old trying to unpack my boxes. That was very trying. Then there was a whole year of, you know, crazy dramatic medical incidents. My eardrum burst, I fell and hurt my tailbone and became actually literally almost incapable of walking down the street. I had a lucky me rare strain of salmonella where I actually felt all day long, every minute of the day for six months, like I was going to throw up. Um, we had a, we had a, it's amusing to me now. It was not at the time we had a prostitute that moved into our building upstairs and literally every three days there was either a, shall we call it a domestic violence incident outside or a break-in in the building so it was just thing after thing after thing after thing and the, it was ironically the prostitute that kind of put me over the edge I literally came into my studio shut the door spent the whole day crying and then eventually uh, booked a trip to Mexico where I was doing a guest heat against um, wipe the slate clean and carried on but it was really frankly quite difficult I didn't have a support network I didn't have friends I you know just kind of soldiered through so when it comes to kind of relentless it was it was honestly it was a two-year phase of my life where it was literally kind of what now <laughs> you know so just learning in that period to come in and still be present with clients and still um, show up to work. I actually learned a lot of personal vulnerability where my clients come in here and share all these things. And I had to kind of open up and share what was going on in my life. Not that I was looking to them to fix me or heal me, but I just, I had to lose the facade of like, I'm perfect. I'm your instructor. Here we are. You know, sometimes they walked me through certain things. I definitely remember crying in front of at least one client. So sort of letting go and being human was an amazing experience and I think elements of that definitely carry through to this day where I just learned to have that really close relationship and embrace that piece of it. 
and as you were going through each of the, <laughs> the incidents, I was thinking, okay, uh, yeah, relentless. How, how did you stay so relent? Like, is that just within you? Is that something, you know, because sometimes I think I, how, how do you keep the determination or, you know, as my <laughs> uh, one friend said, the dog, but you're just a dog with a bone. You just don't give yeah. up. So what, what kept you relentless? Well, I am sort of an uncompromising person. So there, there is that, but I, I had a vision for what I wanted to create. And I actually can look around here now. Uh, by the way, when I opened the studio, I didn't do kind of the classic uh, business open. I didn't have any chairs. I didn't have any decorations. It was kind of like, here, just come through this blank, empty space. I'm standing here. You're going to do things and it'll all work out. So, you know, for actually literally years, I kind of constructed one brick at a time. So that's really the answer was I had kind of a broader vision. I was running towards that as fast as I could. And then, you know, these landmines kind of kept hitting me, but I could see it. I could feel it. I could, you know, it was like almost in my body so when I get like that there is no stopping <laughs> so you know I, I'm feeling that about the online program too where I just it, it energizes me and I have no idea how I'm going to accomplish what I say I'm going to do but I can tell within me that that has to happen that's it and so I don't necessarily take a traditional path to be frank with you, I never wrote a business plan to this day. I still don't have one. I kind of have like scribbled notes on my fridge about like an outline of what it all kind of looks like, but I really run towards my passions. I've combined everything I love in this business and it kind of makes it easy to just not quit. And when, when you and I were talking about this before and, and again, talking about the, the topic of talking about being relentless and we had both shared you know the the parts about the business plan but what what I'm hearing from that and what we discussed is when you have a goal and you focus and you sit and you set it one brick at a time when I'm working with clients what I realized about what I did with my own business was just that sometimes I couldn't think of everything all at once it was just like okay i i need to keep this in front of me right now and i need to solve this and do this one brick and i know it'll keep building so that's right it's just really going for for that goal and like you said you're doing the online program right now you know what you need to do and that's, that's right. what you're doing and i can't say that i've never made mistakes but I just look at those as okay we're not going to do it that way again but I've never actually made it a really significant error where I can't either get out of it or just change what I'm doing going forward and I think that's a big thing that holds people back because if you look at the overall picture and you think that you have to nail it the first time it's probably not ever going to happen no, and, and it's the mistakes along the way that help you get better at whatever it is you're going for, is what I find. That's right. I, always I think, think that five years in to a physical location, so even though I've been doing this for 12 years, five years in, I'm now getting clients in the door that really understand what I do. They really understand how I can help them and why I'm the right person. And that means that somewhere along the way, I did 
give the right message. There was that consistency. And that makes me feel really proud because for sure there was a few things along this, along the way that I experimented with that I just won't be repeating, but the overall message was still on track. And that's actually, frankly, the same experience and the same message that I give to my clients. I mean, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to go through periods where we eat like crap or, you know, treat our bodies like crap, but just kind of build on that. And you got it. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's real life. It's real, it's li- real you, life. You talked about it at the beginning too, authenticity, when you're just your authentic self. And this is the premise for the show I want. Again, why it's called Love Brand You. Like just embrace all the pieces and parts of you and build the best you and do the best at the time in that moment and if all your best is at that moment is one exercise class this week that's right you know that's that's right but I I mean I really just going back to that theme of relentless it's about having the bigger vision so there was some times in there your four was frustrating because I could see it but it wasn't quite there and now I'm at the place where you know it it did take a long time to set up my home I live in exactly the kind of home I want if you love my studio you should come over for a drink Sam (laughs) um the studio looks exactly the way that I want it to I'm so excited about the launch of the online program that's going to be exactly what I want it to and you know I've recorded blooper reel after blooper reel but I'm just getting it to exactly how I want it to be. I don't expect it to be perfect the first shot out, but just keeping on going no matter what happens and what roadblocks get thrown at me. Well, and you need those practices. I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know I do. Okay. What the question I ask every guest is the habit question. So what's one of your best daily habits? What's one part of me? Of your best daily habits. Got it. So because I am so uncompromising and I do see that big picture vision, I can fall into a hole where that's all I can see and do. And I can actually really stop being an adult. I can uh, not remember if I ate lunch. I can, um, you know, skip paying bills, etc. So my best daily habit uh, for that kind of brain is once a week, I try to do a, a full email dump where I go through all my emails and get it all onto paper. Then I kind of break off the stuff that is most important and start to actually, I make time in my calendar to actually start to chip away at some of those things so that I'm not lost in the hole of just these bigger projects and exciting things. Cause sometimes we have to do the laundry in order to actually show up at work and be here. So I'm not saying that I put laundry on the list, but you know, those things are really a foundation of also what needs to be done. So I get up in the morning, I um, send out some media pitches, I clean my house, I review my to-do list and then I'm able to actually within that, I actually don't do kind of that daily calendar where I say from this 10 minute window to that 10 minute window, but I kind of follow my own path of what I feel like doing and somehow all gets done. <laughs> if whatever works for you is what I say to clients too. It doesn't have to be, you know, what anybody else is. It's what works for you. 
That's right. So what does life work balance mean to you? That's a really good question. <laughs> I hear that term a lot and it almost is confusing to me because the way that my life works, it's all one line. The person you see talking to you, the person you saw talking to you when you were in my studio, the person you see on the videos, and the person who I am as a mother or a friend or a community member is the same person. So that's something that for me is a really big deal. So I am one thing. I do not ever have a situation where I kind of close my studio door and never think about work again. But conversely, I don't actually come into my office and never think about my son. All of my clients know his name. Most of them have seen his picture. I tell little anecdotes about him. So it's all very fused together. And that to me is a successful life work balance, if you will, because Yes, I'm never kind of compartmentalized, but I'm also never trying to escape anything. I'm never trying to leave or, you know, on Friday, I'm not like, woo, don't have to think about that for another, you know, two days. If I want to think about work stuff on the weekend, it's because I want to, um, et cetera. So I'm all about kind of blending that line. Of course, being professional when I'm in the office and being more parental when I'm at home, but it's, it's a more of a smudged line. So... I do work out, I mean, I work out during the day. <laughs> um, and as an entrepreneur, I often, you know, I'll have coffee breaks with friends or I'll go get a manicure. So there's part of what looks like some other people's weekends kind of sometimes infused into my day. I actually, right before talking to you, I was at home doing some laundry and then came back into my office. So, but likewise on the weekends i might be answering emails i may be doing media pitches i may be prepping for an interview etc so i love that because i think it's just looking at the overall vision and goals of what i want to be doing and doing a little bit of everything whenever i kind of feel like it <laughs> i can relate i'm i'm sitting here absolutely nodding because somebody had said to me one time you know well what really is your schedule and I said, Honest, <laughs> honestly, it, it has to depend on, on me and my girls because it, some weeks I need to do a few more uh, items with the girls or I, I do yeah. get up and I've, I still make their lunch. I make them a healthy lunch to go to school. So as long as they are doing what they need to do at school, I tell them I will make sure that you eat healthy. That's one pressure off you. And then I drop them That's off right. at school and, and I go on with my day. There's some days where, you know, they come home and I will say, okay, you have to be quiet because I'm doing a podcast interview. So if you come home and you hear me, then you know it's quiet time. But at the, on the other sense, there's sometimes on the weekend where it's like, okay, you have undivided mom attention or, or it could be on a Thursday afternoon. It, it's... You know, my, right. my daughter's graduating this year and, and the only, the best time Yay. to go pick up her grad dress was yesterday at two o'clock. Well, that's smack dab in the middle of a work day. I just adjust my schedule. So I get the blending of the schedule. And I think it, it makes us good entrepreneurs for what we do. Again, for our, for our life. That, that's uh, right. I, I think that you I think that life divided into, you know, your social life, volunteering, 
education. There's a whole bunch of different categories and I've seen kind of, you know, a wheel of eight or a wheel of 10, but I feel like I'm fundamentally pretty balanced. And maybe some weeks it gets kind of thrown a little bit more into work or a little bit more into personal, but you know, I volunteer, I work out, I have a creative hobby, I'm a parent, I run a business. So I try to make sure that all of that stuff is sitting on the wheel with a pretty, you know, where I'm achieving something that looks pretty far out on the spokes. So I'm always kind of taking on too much. But if I didn't, I think I would be really missing something. And it works for you. Yeah. So how can our listeners connect with you, Janice? We're winding down to the end of our show here. How can our listeners connect with you? I'm a really high social media person. So I'm everywhere. So on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, I'm on all three of those platforms. My Instagram is under my personal name. So that's Janice, which is like Janice Joplin, J-A-N-I-S dot I-S-A-N-A-N. My Twitter and my Facebook both have my body couture pages. So you can find me there. As well, I'm on LinkedIn. So if you want to see all of my certifications, they're all over there. So that again is my personal name. On my website, there's a blog where I do a lot of uh, lengthy kind of mini articles about fitness and nutrition mythology bursting, I would almost say. So I talk all about, a lot of it's driven by client conversations or conversations I see online and just kind of saying, no, no, it doesn't need to be that way. A lot of those rules kind of, they're either not what you think they are, or you can just drop some of the, drop some of it. And then obviously I have a website. So that's where you can sign up for the online course and see all that list of media, read every article, etc. You can also email me at Janice at mybodycouture.com. Okay, so I will have uh, your website for sure on the show page and see what else, uh, what other links I can put on there. And listeners, you can take a look at that on the show page. So give us your best parting words of wisdom or advice. Be relentless. Have a goal that means something enough to you so it has enough personal meaning that you will achieve it no matter what. Seven years ago, I decided I was going to be a single parent. I have a great child and an amazing relationship with him. There's been rocky roads at some portions of that path. And, you know, I decided that that meant enough to me that that's what I was going to do. Same thing with my business. Doing what I do for a living means a lot to me. So no matter what has come along, here we are. So I think that it's really important to have something that means enough to you personally, that, that meshes with your value system, that is a vision that is not going to change no matter what circumstances, conditions, health stuff, whatever is in the way. You have to really feel that passion and truth and alignment in your gut and that relentless kind of action and activity will unfold relatively naturally because you won't have a choice. You, you won't, but you don't want to either. That's what I mean, because it's so, it's such something that in your deepest core you need. 
So you won't accept anything else. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for your videos. I will probably be doing another one tonight to, to relax and feel better. So Amazing. Janice, thank you for being on the show. Listeners, head to the show page and you can find out more about Janice. Follow her on Instagram and I will also have the Instagram post uh, of Janice and uh, this episode. Again, thanks for being here, Janice. Thank you. Bye. Listeners, I'm Sam Rafus. Until next time, keep sharing the love. Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. If you like what you heard on today's show, head to iTunes and subscribe to Love Brand You. You can leave a comment, a review, or send Sam a note for recommendations on a future guest you'd like to hear on the show. Thanks for listening to Love Brand You with Sam Rafus. For more, visit samrafus.com. S-A-M-R-A-F-O-S-S dot com. This is the EWN Podcast Network.